Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Welcome back to Church History. For the month of December, we are talking about carols, and then we will get back to where we left off in our church history timeline come January. Can you guess from our Bible verses what song we're talking about today? We are talking about O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. This is actually the oldest Christmas carol that we have. We can travel back in time over 1,200 years and enter a church and hear the Latin song being sung in a Gregorian chant. Now, we talked about Gregorian chants in our episode, Greg the Great. This chant was sung by two choirs. One choir would sing about the waiting for Jesus. The other choir would sing about the birth of Jesus, and then they would sing together about the waiting for Jesus to come again. Now, each line started with O, but the first letter of the next word spelt Sarkor. Okay, what is that? Well, that is backwards for erocras, E-R-O-C-R-A-S, which is Latin for I will be present tomorrow. Pretty cool. But it wasn't until the 1800s that the song was translated into English. And to get a full idea of this story, we need to know about John Mason Neal. January 24th, 1818, Reverend Cornelius Neal and his wife welcome their baby John Mason into the world. Cornelius was an evangelical pastor who dreamed of his son serving God. Both his family and his wife's family were extremely well-educated and took education very seriously. But when John Mason was only five years old, Reverend Cornelius died, leaving John Mason to be raised by his mother. His mother loved him very much and continued to raise him to be a man of God. A pastor named Reverend William Russell took the young John Mason on as a private student and really stepped in to be the father figure he knew the young man needed. John Mason struggled in the math and science, subjects that his father had excelled in. However, he was very good at writing, and he won the Setonian Prize 11 times. He went to Cambridge to go to school, and at this point, people really wanted to know where he stood on church doctrine. Would he be Roman, Anglican, or Puritan? But John felt that what really needed to happen was the church needed to come together and just stop all the fighting. He really didn't want to take sides, and that made him some enemies. He felt really drawn to the poor and the hurting, perhaps because of his own loss as a child. In 1842, he married Miss Sarah Webster, and his new father-in-law was an evangelical pastor. And the next year, he was offered the pulpit of a small church in Sussex. However, John fell very ill, and he had to turn down the job. His lungs were injured during his illness, and John spent time writing and speaking and calling for a revival. However, because of his lungs that never fully recovered, he was not able to take the job as a pastor. In 1856, he opened an orphanage, and then shortly after that, he started a school for girls. And then after that, he started a home for young women who had become prostitutes but wanted to have a fresh start at life. 
Although Neil was attacked both verbally and physically by the elitists of society and the church, he never gave up. During his life, he helped thousands of sick people, suffering women and children. During this time, John wrote a bunch of songs, two we know pretty well for Christmas songs, Good King Wenzel's and Good Christian Men Rejoice. In 1851, John came across this old Gregorian Latin chant and fell in love with the lyrics. He really wanted to keep the mellow chant effect when he translated it into English. So he had to look for a melody that could be sung while still keeping the original feel. He found a 15th century funeral hymn for French nuns when he was visiting a National Library of Paris. And he translated the song into English and added it to this hymn. So the words are from an 8th century Gregorian chant, and the tune is a French funeral hymn for nuns from the 15th century. And he called it, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Now, for a special treat, I have asked my two oldest daughters to sing this song for you. So, here is Jocelyn playing guitar and Emily singing for you. O come, O come, Emmanuel And ransom captive Israel That mourns in lonely exile here Until thy Son of God For more podcasts, videos, and blogs, check out my website, lauraleesiemens.com. And I'll see you again next week, where we'll be talking about another Christmas hymn.